Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Girls in Biz. You might see me looking around. Oh my god. <laughs> right, restart, restart, restart. Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Girls in Biz. Um, so this will be the first time that you've actually seen us talking and actually seen us, well, if you're watching it, might be an audio listener. Um, but you might see me looking all over the place. I've got my laptop camera recording, I've got my phone camera recording. I really don't know where to look. Um, but yeah, this is the first episode of Girls in Biz. Um, so my name is Molly. My name is Georgia. <laughs> um, yeah, so this episode is just going to be like a little introduction as it's our first one. And we put up a little thing on our story yesterday where people asked us some questions. So we'll get into that at the end. Um, but yeah, Georgia, I don't know if you want to start off by saying what your story, how you got into what you're doing now. Yeah, so my story is kind of a bit random and I didn't really think I would end up like where I am but basically I guess I'll kind of start like in college so in college I did travel and tourism which is completely (laughs) off track again to where I am now so at the time I wanted to be cabin crew and then I'm an August baby so like by the time I finished college I wasn't even old enough to be in cabin crew even though I just done the course for two years so that was the beginning of where everything went off track and honestly at the time I was finishing college and I was just kind of like I need a job don't know what and I was just like looking online and then I saw a job at a like local children's nursery applied there got it ended up there for four years and that was kind of my first like job experience really I hadn't even had a job before that and then ended up there for a long time it was a bit of a whirlwind it obviously like taught me a lot and it gave me so much confidence but at the same time there was a lot of lows there that made me think like can I work for someone else for the rest of my life and it really like put me in that mindset of like I don't like working for someone else I don't like being told what to do and it kind of like really like showed me like my work values I guess but even when I was working there like they were getting me to like do all their social media and stuff like that so even from then there was like kind of hints that this could be like where I ended up and then yeah I kind of like wanted to leave there after a while as I was bored and I found someone who could um offer me like a social media assistant role but it was literally like a few hours a week but I literally fell in love with it as soon as I started doing it but I was in that like awkward in-between place where like you want to go for something but there just like wasn't enough work for me and this girl like she couldn't give me any more and I was kind of like okay this is what I want to do but I can't do it just for this one person because it was like five hours a week or something like that and then I sort of had the thought of like oh okay I can actually like do this but for multiple people rather than I don't just have to manage one person's account I could manage like multiple business pages and that's where I kind of then learned that like being a social media manager or agency was a thing like I never really knew it was and I kind of just thought of it realized that a load of people were doing it and then kind of ended up making my Instagram page and getting into this whole like whirlwind of the whole like community of it and everything and realized I wasn't alone there was so many people doing it 
so yeah I obviously started it at the beginning I obviously didn't have any clients or anything I couldn't go straight into doing it full time um and at this point I was still at the children's nursery so I was like right I need a part-time job so that I can like work less but like have time to like work on my business but also like still be making some money yeah um so I got a job as a nanny and then after four weeks it all fell through and there was a load of complications um and this family they were really really nice and they basically said like sorry for messing you around we're gonna pay you the next three months you don't have to come into work again you don't have to see us but we're gonna pay you for three months and I feel like that was like my massive sign that I just like had to do it I was like okay I can go and apply for jobs right now I could be sad and I could say like oh I've lost my job and like it's really bad and I need to find something else or I can say I've started this business I've now got three months of being paid and I don't have to work and I can just throw my all into it and that's what I did and I never went back and I never got another, another job again and it's kind of grown from there so now I've been doing social media for two and a bit years and that's really cool though because like it's not like you went from like an agency and took work from an agency for like people that you built up as your clients there you mm. literally started basically from scratch which is really cool and the thing is like you do see your growth as well like when I started I think my first client was paying me like 50 pounds an hour yeah um which was amazing at the time because like when you have someone messaging you being like I want to work with you you're like well, that's insane yeah like, it's crazy so cool. at the start it's so like when you've never had a business before and you just make an Instagram page and post online I'm doing this and someone's actually like yeah I want that you're like oh my god really so this girl that messaged me like we're still friends now my first client um and she was like what do you charge and I was like oh I don't really know like I've never worked with anyone and I was like let's say like 10 pounds an hour because for me I think in the nursery I was working at I was making like nine pounds an hour or something so for me I was like 10 pounds an hour is great that's an extra pound an hour on what I was already getting and I was so excited about it um and obviously I've like built my way up now to like kind of like bigger clients but at the time that like 50 quid was amazing um and then from there my business like massively built off of referrals um so like my first client she referred her partner to me and then I got another client and then they referred like all their like friends and kind of like work friends over to me and it just massively built in that way but I'm guessing you've had the same because I feel like you've got a really strong niche and I feel like you've probably built off referrals as well yeah no definitely I kept looking away because my phone's run out of storage which is really typical so we fixed the phone issue I'm now recording off on an iPad so I don't know episode issues (laughs) I don't know what the quality is like on there I don't think anyone uses an iPad to take photos um so we'll see how that goes yeah I suppose my work background so I mean Georgia's kind of you've like stayed at like one job I've had multiple jobs. I'll start off, so I went to sixth form and there, in my head at the time, I really wanted to work in film. I wanted to be a producer or like a director or something. I was really into it. So I did media, I did art, I did geography, which didn't go well. (laughs) 
and I did I don't know was it an EPQ I think it's called an EPQ immediate psychology so I was really into film and stuff like that and that's I was so sure that's what I wanted to do I mean clearly not <laughs> <laughs> um and then I didn't have any jobs lined up I didn't work the whole time I was at sixth form um and then I got my first job as a temp working in a call center for insurance claims on like electronic devices so like phones and stuff that was boring um I didn't really last too long there I was there for about a month or so no maybe two months and then I was unemployed for a bit and then I worked at my probably one of my favorite employee jobs which was Cineworld love that and then obviously lockdown happened and made things a bit complicated I got a bit older and it was minimum wage that I did need some more money as I was getting older so then I worked at a car insurance company things happened there I left Then I worked at another company and I just realised that the thought of that was like, no, I really don't want to do that. So I set up Social Cloud Digital, which is my marketing company, on Instagram and Facebook around about November, December time in 2021. Um, Whilst I was still working, I got my first client, which only she only paid me £20 a week which is crazy (laughs) and then I had my Christmas break at work and I just realized like I don't see myself going back in so I handed in my notice yeah (laughs) (laughs) I I couldn't live off of 20 pound a week that's like what like 80 pounds a month no I've got like bills and things I need to pay so I picked up just doing cleaning which I find cleaning really therapeutic so I didn't mind doing that um I did that like four days a week like a few hours each day and I just gradually dropped my cleans the more clients that I was getting for social media management and marketing and stuff but yeah kind of similar to you in a way where I've had to kind of start all from scratch um but yeah I've just been a bit of a job hopper <laughs> and it's, it's interesting that we're like both self-taught because you get people that are like oh did you like study it at uni or like did you like always plan to end up here and I feel like so many people don't you're just like no I just mm-hmm. ended up here and I think also like with our sort of like age group and generation you like you learn social media as like a yeah. life skill nowadays so it's not like I feel like you'd probably learn more from social media from just using it every day than like doing a marketing degree like I've seen people say they've done marketing degrees and literally like they didn't learn anything that's helped them in their agency like Mm -hmm. everything that they've learned in business is literally like trial and error just doing it and like discovering it as you go on yeah definitely I mean I realized when I was working that I wanted to go into being self-employed like when I worked at the car insurance company I'd always say to the people that I was working with like I really just want to work on social media and then my next job involves social media because I was in business development. And yeah, I just decided that's just what I wanted to do. And I mean, it's the longest job that I've had. <laughs> so it, it's going well. <laughs> also, it, it's like more than a job though, isn't it? Because like you're actually building something that you like own and keep. Whereas I think the thing I struggle with is like when you are working an employed job, you're always working for someone and you're 
you're building a business but it's for someone else's benefit at the end of the day and you're always just going to earn a set amount per hour like whereas when it's your business you could grow it however you want like you could stay really involved or you could grow it so that you do nothing and you have a whole team who like run it for you or like you have so much more freedom to like do whatever you want with it whereas mm-hmm. when you are employed it's like you're building someone else's dream watching them go off on all the holidays and like have all the nice yeah. cars where when you're just like the worker who's there every day like building up for them I feel like everyone that goes into being self-employed or running their own company employing people whatever like they're just trying to build their dream life aren't they like like what you said they don't want to work under someone I've always whatever job I've had I've not liked the thought of me working under someone I've always wanted to be the person that people go to but then there's two sides to it because obviously in your own business you're at the very top but then it's also kind of scary because you're like in charge of everything and like especially when you run a business on your own like unless you have like a co-founder or something with you all those like major decisions and like the finances and everything is literally like all on you and it's just kind of like scary as well even though it's nice but yeah obviously there's like downsides to it but I feel like the positives always outweigh it definitely yeah definitely I feel like the pressure of it like part of me kind of likes it in a way like I like having to make the hard decisions by myself and but at the same time obviously it's really daunting but like at my last employee job I worked really close with the director and obviously where he's going away like if he would go away I'd then be in charge of the office because I'm the only person Mm. there and I kind of liked that I mean I liked the fact that I wasn't being watched by my boss but I just liked the fact that I felt like I have more control I don't know it's funny because it's like it stresses us out but we love it yeah I think it definitely gets to a point where it's it's too stressful and you have a mental (laughs) breakdown but most of the time it's quite nice (laughs) there's not mental breakdowns every day maybe every few months (laughs) but I feel like this is also like where it all ties into like the mindset and mental health because obviously we've had people asking like on the Q&A saying like how do you manage your mindset and stuff like that and I feel like it is so important and like sometimes when you hear people being like oh work on your mindset and you're just like yeah whatever like I'm just trying to like grow my business but when you don't work on your mindset you realize why everyone talks about it because when you have those moments where you feel awful and you're like stressed and anxious you're like oh I need the mindset work speaking about Q&A should we go on to it let's get into it thank you everyone by the way for sending in your questions it gives us something to talk about (laughs) <laughs> we, don't, we don't feel like losers when people answer right so the first one that we got was what inspired you both to set up businesses I think we had this a couple times actually I feel like we've kind of partly covered it um I wouldn't say anything like necessarily inspired me though I just realized that I like doing mm. it probably from I mean I've been on social media since I was it's like nine my dad (laughs) I was nine which yeah and I think I was on Twitter from the age of like 11 which Twitter's actually taken down my page now because it I went on it a few months ago and it asked my date of birth and I gave my actual date of birth and it was like you joined Twitter when you was too young it's gone (laughs) and I literally on there I had like messages from Jedward it was crazy on there I had loads of followers on Twitter 
for some reason on Twitter in 2017, I had my name as Kanye. <laughs> my name was like my username was still like Molly Taylor, but my actual like name I put as Kanye, I guess for the bands. And they messaged me like randomly saying, is your name actually Kanye? Like, no. So I think I went along with it. I was like, well, it's, that's for you to find out. And then, then they were like, oh, that's a mystery that must be solved. So, oh, oh, right. I got to the anyway, end of then, it eventually. And then they changed it to, are you Kanye's sister? Do I look like Kanye's sister? Oh, my God. Twitter is such a brutal place, though. Like, I'd probably be glad if my account got, like, banned because it is just, like, I'd probably say it is the most brutal social media platform. Like, people on there are wild and crazy mm-hmm. and mean. But, um... I feel like it isn't really relevant anymore. I don't really use Twitter. I've got it on my phone still, just because when Instagram goes down, you see everyone saying that Instagram's yeah. down. That's the only reason why I've got it. I basically use Twitter as like a search engine. Like, yeah. if I ever need to know anything, I will like search it. Or if you like see something or you watch something and you want to see what other people are saying, you can like type it in. Like, you know, like if you're watching like Love Island, you go on like Love Island, like yeah. memes on Twitter. But again, brutal. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, I used it as like a search engine the other day. What did I search? I could be exposing myself here. I just searched the randomest stuff. Like, I don't know if anyone else has the flight tracker app, but I it gives you notifications <laughs> when like, planes are having like emergencies and yesterday I was invested in this plane it was having an emergency and I was searching on Twitter and everyone was like talking about this plane like yes having an emergency it's diverting and I was invested in this plane (laughs) right so we've had technical technical difficulty which is bound to happen it's our first episode and we are relying on computers on this um which I don't know what people prefer can people give us like some feedback? Do you prefer when you listen to podcasts? Well, when you watch them, do you think it's better if they're actually there in person with each other, or do you think it's okay when it's like this? Because we couldn't decide what to do. My job was to ask my dad if we could use his house, and I didn't follow through with that job. So, Dad, if you're listening, um, can we use the house? Thanks. <laughs> The thing is also, like, when we have guests, unless they're local, we're obviously going to have to come on, like, Zoom call or whatever. So there's always going to be an yeah. element of, like, mixing and matching. It might be that maybe we end up doing, like, our episodes together in person and then, like, guest ones on Zoom or, I don't know, if any guests want to come do it in person, we can find something cool. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what? I, I even thought at one point... I've never seen anyone, like this might sound stupid, I've never seen anyone do a podcast in a car. Would that work? I feel like you um, have the deepest chats when you're in Why the do car. I feel like someone's done that? I've really... never seen anyone do that. Am I copying someone? I feel like there's a girl who does it in her car. And I feel like her whole like podcast is about the fact that she's like doing it in her car, but I can't remember who she is. I feel like you have like you can have some really deep conversations in the car. I did contemplate that, but then I thought, where would you go that's quiet enough? Because, I mean, my car's not soundproof. Yeah, like, can you imagine? You're, like, sitting in the car, and then you've got people, like, beeping at you, and then they're probably, like, going to walk past and stare at you, and you're going to be like, 
you have to find like some car park somewhere but then abandoned car when park. it comes to like when it comes to having guests and you just take them to some random quiet car park that might look really strange but also like say it starts like raining all you're gonna hear is like slamming yeah. down on the windscreen true maybe not <laughs> maybe we'll do like a limited edition car episode one day i feel like it would be so cool but maybe just in the summer when it's not raining but even then it's probably gonna rain so yeah the question that we were on was what inspired you both to sell businesses which we kind of covered already but I was gonna say like I feel like I've actually been more inspired since starting like Mm -hmm. I think before I started my business I didn't really see anyone that inspired me to do it but I think it's all about like what and who you surround yourself with I wasn't like following people that inspired me or I didn't have any friends that had businesses or anything like that whereas now I'm like really intentional about like making sure my Instagram following list is people that are doing really well and that inspire me and that like just surrounding yourself with like people that are like ahead of you because I think then you can like look up to them rather than following a load of people that aren't doing what you want to do because then all you're going to do is like watch their content and it just doesn't like motivate you at all yeah that is very that's a good bit of advice wise words of wisdom (laughs) so on to the next question um so what made you take the leap into going self-employed we kind of already answered that as well but I mean I feel like lockdown was a massive thing for so many people. Like lockdown was, it's probably like the most businesses ever started ever yeah. in lockdown. Because um, I feel like it gave people so much opportunity. Like a lot of people that would have been stuck in an office all week were just sat at home. Like, what can I do? Or like people were furloughed and they had all this time while still having money coming in. And they were like, right, let's do this. I'll be honest, like most of the time. So throughout the whole of like that first lockdown, I just flapped in that furlough. I didn't do nothing. I loved it. It was like the best weather ever. I sunbathed every day and I was like, this is amazing. I'm, You know what? I feel like that was kind of like inspiration as well, being like, I can be at home yeah. and, I want and still make money. And I feel like it kind of changed my mindset about money. Like, I know it's a very like different circumstance. <laughs> like the government was literally paying for it. But I feel like in a way it did change my mindset that like, I can be at home and doing what I want and I can still make money. And I feel like that sounds a bit stupid when it was furloughed, but it did like flick a bit of a switch where I was like, I could build something for myself where I can stay here sunbathing and still make money. Yeah. That's a bit of inspo. To be fair, that just reminded me that when we was in lockdown, I did get to a point where I was like, I feel like I should be doing something. And I did do like a social media for business course. And I find that actually really weird. I don't know why, but like I was, I was thinking this the other day. Do you have like points in your childhood which you look back and you think are like quite pivotal into how you are today, like what you do for a job and like your personality and things like that? I, I specifically have moments where I just feel like I had a click. I don't know how to describe it. I sound mental right now, I think. But I look back and it's like, it's pretty like really like I feel like I deep things a lot and I'm trying to like match it to something like spiritual just so it sounds cool (laughs) I don't know maybe I'm being dramatic or something but 
I'm trying to think of an example. I have so many examples I was thinking of the other day. But like, I would always make things. I'd always be very creative. And I feel like when you're young, you've got the option of being like the outdoorsy kid. You've got the option of being like the creative kid. You've got the option of being like the really smart kid. And I don't know. I feel like we choose it. And I find it really weird. Right. I'm going down a hole now. I find it really weird that our brains are like wired in different ways to like different things. Is that a weird thing to say? I don't think so, but it does make you think like, how do we choose what we enjoy and what we don't enjoy? And like, is it something that's like part of your like DNA or something? Or is it like something that we're like, brought up to like because there's certain things where I feel like you like it or you don't like it because of your parents I've had this conversation with my friend where we'll say things we don't like and we're like oh I don't like that and we're like why and they're like oh because my mum didn't like that and you can sometimes just like inherit things like even like it's a really stupid example but like when I go like shopping I always go in this one car park and my friend's like why did you never go in that other car park and I was like oh my mum never went in it like she hated that car park and I've just like inherited that I'm like yeah I don't like that car park and I've never even been in it but I was like yeah I don't like it because you just like inherit things from other people um and sometimes you like forget to even make your own decisions yeah I don't think I got that from any of my parents the only thing I have got from my mom is I don't like taking like painkillers and stuff but like I feel like I'm the same but I don't really parents. know why I feel I don't know I feel like there's quite a lot of people that are like that but like my dad, for example, he loves history. I hate history. I find it so boring. Yeah, it's interesting, but to an extent, like how they teach it to you in school is so boring. And I'll be honest, like I'm not interested in like medieval times. Like, yeah, it's like weird that they lived a completely different life, but I'm kind of- I'm like, like it's cool. Sick. Like we should, I'm going to sound really like ignorant, I think, but I feel like it's cool and we should know about it and we should- like have all the research into how things have evolved and stuff but I personally don't really care that much about yeah past I feel like there's certain things you do need to know so that you can like be aware of stuff and make sure that you're like I don't know kind of like in the know with certain things and yeah like making like positive changes but some stuff I'm just like I don't really care (laughs) um right I don't really know if we answered that. I feel like that went really, really off topic and I don't actually know what we started with. I think it's me that goes off topic. That's my bad. (laughs) Next question. Quite a good one. Speaking about not liking the past. Where would you like to be of your businesses this time next year? Ooh. This is a hard one because I like... I like setting goals, but sometimes I'm a bit, like, apprehensive to set them because sometimes you can kind of, like have these expectations and then if you don't meet them or you go a different way like you got to speak it into the universe though that is true I feel like sometimes things go on a slightly different like path so like for example I've been creating this course I've told some people about it for like a year right I was gonna launch it about a year ago and then I kind of got into it again and I was going to launch it last November. I still haven't launched it. Um, and in my head, like that was one of my big goals. It's like, right, I'm going to launch this course. 
and then sometimes I feel bad because I'm like it hasn't happened yet even though it's like mostly ready and created I just need to like record and present it um but like things have happened really well in other areas and I've grown more on like my client side of stuff and just because like that hasn't happened yet even though it was one of like my big goals it like sometimes you can get too caught up and being like oh my god I didn't do that but you're like actually I grew in like loads of other ways and went in a slightly different direction Mm. so I feel like as long as I'm like growing I'll have like ideas of what I want to do but sometimes like things go a completely different direction like you can't always predict like you could be like oh I want this many clients and this many team members I'm going to do this and sometimes it's like so out of your control and just goes crazy I feel Um, like you need to be a little bit vague sometimes so like if it um, happens but not to the amount that you want it then it doesn't really like dishearten you so much this is the one thing I don't get with like manifesting and stuff like that is when people are like act like you've already got it and then I'm like but when sometimes like you don't get everything and Mm. like sometimes when you don't get that thing you can feel like really rubbish because you're like in your head you already had it and then when it doesn't happen you're like it just feels so much worse because like I'll do it sometimes like a client will be really or like a potential client will be really interested and I'm like right I've got it like I've got this they're gonna sign up and then if they don't you feel like 10 times worse because you told yourself that you already had them um but I don't know I'm still learning about all that stuff I'll be honest I feel like most most of the messages that I get this this sounds like a harsh like phrase but time wasters but um, yeah so if you are running your business and you'll find that people are messaging like people are seeing you but they're just wasting your time it is so normal it really is mm. and I think that's one place where I'll admit I'm sometimes a bit too like naive and I will mm. be like overly nice with people and I'll give them loads and loads of like free advice and tips and strategy because I think that they're gonna go like oh wow amazing and then sign up but a lot of the time they just take it and they're like oh well I got that for free and I think there is a balance to it because you need to show people that you're good at what you do and you've got value but sometimes like I definitely have a habit of just giving too much and I'm like yeah I'll do that for you and that for you and then people will just like, run away after that and they're like great like, yeah I'm gonna go now and you're like oh okay yeah so it's, it's hard in that aspect of it. But back to the question. Again. We keep, we keep going off there. <laughs> um, where do we see ourselves? I feel like not necessarily businesses. Should we talk about business and that personal? Where do you just see yeah. yourself this time next year? Yeah, because I think this is something I was talking to someone about, like, I don't know, yesterday or the day before, that we actually build businesses for our life but we get so caught up in like we build a business and that's all we think about forgetting that we started it so we could have a better life but sometimes it takes over your life yeah um so for me is to sort of like grow agency wise like be able to take on more clients have like a bigger team um but like personal wise I want to I feel like everyone says this but have more like life balance um and for me, that is more of a mindset thing. It's not a time management thing because I'm really like quick at working. I'm really organized, but it's my mindset that doesn't let me take time off because like I can finish my work for the day, but I'll get to like, I could be finished by lunchtime, but 
I'll tell myself like oh you can't clock off like it's lunchtime like normal people yeah, would finish at like five so I just find things to do I'm like oh okay well I could make another Instagram post or oh, okay I'll go on my stories and start posting or oh, I'll go and do a load of engagement like this could be stuff that was never on my to-do list but if I've got a few extra hours I would just fill it with stuff when I don't necessarily need to mm-hmm. so I think for me it's like having the like confidence and right mindset to be able to like relax and take time off and not feel like every second of the day with work yeah I don't even know where I see myself (laughs) I see myself it's quite simple but I think quite deep but like happy not to say I'm not happy now but I feel like I can see myself being happier next this time next year I feel I just feel like everything's gonna like figure itself out like I do really want to grow a team um whether it's just like one person I'll be happy with having like one person because I've got loads of like little work but I want to take on more big work and then give like the little work to someone else whilst I'm doing the big work yeah just grow the team a little bit I put up on my Instagram the other day about how I was potentially looking for someone over the next few months whether I will or not different question but um yeah grow team um obviously same as you like get the more work in grow the company um but yeah you just never know what will happen in the next year something like really key could happen which could just switch everything up also I feel like once you start like delegating things out to people it can like help so much slot into place mm-hmm. um and it can be so addictive as well like when I started like delegating stuff out to people I was like oh my god like I can just like give people that to do and that to do and that to do and then I got to a point where I was like barely doing anything and I was like I need to do some work because <laughs> I'm just like giving everything away um I think like you should just keep what you enjoy and things yeah. you hate get rid of like I hate bookkeeping with a passion and I got to a point where I was like oh I'll do it and then I just didn't do it and I had all these receipts or whatever in my emails and I just abandoned it and now I've got a VA who does it all for me and I don't ever look at it and that is just perfect because I hate it (laughs) I really don't mind it to be honest I don't mind doing all that I don't mind doing the account side of things I mean I've got an accountant now Mm. but that is the thing though I will hire people to do things to save me time and then I will fill that time with more things yeah <laughs> like, oh, it's gonna save me so much time and I'm like oh wow these extra hours I'm just gonna spend scrolling on Instagram yeah and the thing is when you start scrolling you can't stop sometimes and that's it then like you realize that's an hour gone and then you're like oh I've just wasted an hour. I'm going to waste some more time just scrolling because I've already wasted it anyway. That's me. Yeah, but I'm trying to really work on my screen time. I read this book the other day. I think it was called How to Break Up With Your Phone. Mm-hmm. Um, And the book is like split into two parts. The first half is scaring you about why you shouldn't go on your phone. And then the second half of the book is basically like a plan on how to quit it. So they give you all this stuff to do, like turn off notifications for certain things, delete these apps. And then like the like end goal of the book is that you take like a whole weekend off of your phone. 
I never got around to that part yet, but <laughs> it's a big thing as well. Like we could probably do like a whole episode on it, but having a business on your phone is very hard to manage because like Definitely. everyone's always on your phone. Um, and it's not like you go into an office and then you leave and you leave it there. Like it's mm-hmm. always like in your pocket or in your hand and you, you go on your phone just to like scroll or go on TikTok and suddenly like you see an email or you see like a Slack message and you're like, oh, okay, I could do that now actually. And then you can end up like working forever. Literally. One thing I would say, I mean, I've literally worked and from like eight and eight in the morning to like 11 o'clock at night once. And it, well, I say once, it's probably happened multiple times. But I mean, now I'm trying to, figure out that balance and like putting myself in time slots and seeing how that works out for me um but things like if you are in marketing which I feel like quite a lot of people at the minute that will listen probably are in marketing like you need to make sure you've got that boundary with your clients when I well I still do it now um DM management is a really big thing you need to set that boundary with your clients so they don't expect you to like answer DMs like as soon as they come in so I feel like quite a lot of people come in thinking that you'll be on it at all times but that's just literally just not possible and they'll expect you to be work- like answering DMs at nine o'clock at night it's like I've literally been working since eight o'clock this morning I'm not gonna carry on at night that's one thing that I notice is that my business is like first thing in the morning and last thing at night like I wake up Mm. first thing I do is like go on my emails go on slack and then last thing at night I'll be about to go to sleep and I'm like let's just check nothing's gone in or like nothing's like come through email or slack or like someone might have just messaged something and I'm like I'll just check because like if I'm trying to lie there and fall asleep and I don't know if there's anything there I'll be like I just need to know even though it's like the worst habit because like you might see like a bad email or something or something you need to do and then you're just gonna like panic all night it's just like the worst habit and I'm not encouraging it but yeah no it's not definitely a habit that I have so I think we kind of answered that question um how do you maintain a work-life balance I feel like that's like a whole episode (laughs) to be honest you try and do it and then you fail um I feel like that's really depressing you can do it it's really hard when you're if you're working purely on like your computer or your phone or your ipad tablet whatever like it's so easy just to carry on going like if you're you can suddenly just get that like surge of inspiration and you'll be like oh, I'm gonna do it right now because mm-hmm. I mean I do this I know I'll get this inspiration and it could be like nine o'clock at night and if I wake up in the morning I might not have that inspiration anymore so I just go Mm -hmm. and do it I mean I have to turn my notifications off because it's just constantly going off and it drives me insane did have a mental breakdown once when people when my clients do giveaways whilst I'm I'm getting all my notifications come through on Instagram I'm getting anything from through on business suite from Facebook and it's just like a million notifications and I'll be honest I feel like a celebrity but it's not in it I hate it so my (laughs) notifications go off at a certain time now but yeah I feel like going back to the topic of like work-life balance there's definitely things you can do but you've got to be really strict with yourself and yeah 
that routines but for me I've got a little bit too stuck in my routine so I've been like okay instead of like working all the time I'll work nine to five but now I've got a bit too stuck into that nine to five like I said earlier if I'm done by three I'll be like oh well that's a bit early to finish isn't it like just keep going even when I don't need to um so there's definitely things you can do like managing what notifications you get and having even like a set like a lot of people have like a work phone I've noticed it's not something I've tried because I have anxiety about if I didn't have that work phone on me and I needed to do something and everything wasn't set up on my actual phone I think that would stress me out um because like whilst I hate that everything is on my phone I also love it because it means I can be out literally on a walk or something and if I need to post a story I could just do that really easily yeah Um, it's good and bad Mm, I suppose it's probably like a different story when so you've got obviously the goal is to go work this is work this is life some people are like this and some people are like this they're just like Mm. not working so that's why I feel like it's a whole episode in itself um because there's people just do it differently don't they you know what we should get people on who have a really good work-life balance and they can come and teach us all about their ways yeah (laughs) any recommendations the next one I feel like I'm starting to get really burnt out so this kind of goes off of that last one I feel like I'm really starting to get burnt out and I've lost my inspiration not technical question but that's because work you should start doing confessions like that (laughs) you get burnt out when you're working too much you need to make sure during the day you're taking breaks which is so easy not to do um go on a walk you know what though I think it depends like you could be getting burnt out because you're working too much and not having breaks or you might be getting burnt out because you're not doing the right stuff yeah like if you're taking on stuff you don't enjoy and it's not like filling you with like happiness when you're doing it obviously work it's not always going to be like amazing and you're not always going to be like yeah I love this but if you're not doing the things that you really enjoy I feel like you could not be working that much and you would still get burnt out by it because you're not enjoying it um so I think that's where like delegation can come into it as well like outsource the stuff that you hate if you can um and have a routine and have set time off because even if you're like ending up working through the weekends if you're not getting that mental break of like right I've got these two days off you're gonna feel like you're not working for anything because you're you're never looking forward to a break whereas I still always make sure I take a weekend off so like on a Friday I'm like right Friday feeling it is the weekend I am not working no matter what yeah and I feel like you need to have those like strict kind of timings in place um so on this question thing I've got one more question anyway how do you keep good mindset that's a very difficult question I feel like all these questions are asking the right people I feel like what we've just said kind of proves you're not, you're not asking the right people. <laughs> you can get people on that have like, like business coaches, mindset coaches. I mean, I keep a good mindset most of the time, but I'm not doing anything like consciously anyway to maintain that mindset. Like there's I think also like you could know what you need to do and you can try and do it, but that maybe there's this false illusion that if you have a good mindset you're always going to be like happy and everything's going to be easy and that like you're never going to struggle or be anxious whereas 
I think actually you can have a good mindset and it's gonna like give you the best possible chances of like feeling good but you're still gonna have days where you feel rubbish but that's where like knowing the mindset tips comes into it because you then know how to deal with it but it doesn't mean you're not gonna have bad days where you wake up and feel like everything's gonna like fail or go wrong Mm. to be honest I feel like this is quite deep (laughs) going deep we keep going deep on this podcast today um but I think it's really hard to kind of keep that good mindset and it's kind of similar what relates to like the work-life balance I think and whatever goes on in your life I feel like we've spoken a lot about taking on too much work and working too much but like sometimes there's a lot going on in your personal life which is something I can relate to from last year and I continued working throughout all of it and I was literally just like crying whilst like replying to my clients messages saying yeah I'll pick you in for one meal of lip filler (laughs) like having a mental breakdown and but obviously I've got to carry on working because I've still got to get paid and obviously I but I just didn't take that time out. I just went straight away. I got all this bad news and I just went in straight away. I didn't take any time off to process everything that happened. And then it led to me having like a three, four month break off of my social media. I was still doing work and stuff, but I was just like, I'm just going to do what I need to do and Mm -hmm. then go off. But then that then limited me to how many clients are then coming in I mean I still had like loads of people coming to me from what I had before but I mean a lot of people do that they have like stuff going on and they throw themselves into work because mm-hmm. it's like something to do it's like a it kind of takes place. you out of like your personal life but then mm-hmm. I don't think it really helps like <laughs> when your like work life is also not going like great yeah got, like, double whammy clients you got stuff going on in your own life and it's like this is so overwhelming but I feel like that as well it's like another episode in itself so when bad things happen you just got to make sure you take that break I was literally talking to a girl the other day actually because she was having some things happen to her and I feel like sometimes you just need to like vent to people that you like don't even know yeah I do that I feel like I overshare to people (laughs) Oh, I 100% do. I'm like an open book. If anyone wants to know anything about me, I'll just be like, yeah. I will just like spill everything. And I'm like, we didn't need to know any of that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I mean, we've got some other questions, but they're basically all the same. Like what inspired <laughs> us and things like that. Um, which is really good. Listing good everyone's questions. questions. You ask us questions, guys, but they're all the same. <laughs> there is a good question, and I'm sure it's obviously interesting to hear from other people. But yeah, we've got too many of them. <laughs> so that's basically all the different questions. So our first Q and A. I feel like the more we talk about things, more questions will come up. Obviously, that as we kind of like share like our experiences and stuff as well I'm sure like different questions will kind of come up based on like what we say so yeah free to send in any questions that arise and we can just sort of like address them as we feel free just to message us at any point with anything that you want us to talk about we did a little story a while ago about different things like what kind of people want to see on the podcast and like other topics like 
I think mental health was brought up a few times but yeah that's like a whole podcast probably multiple podcasts to be honest it's quite a deep subject um but uh, yeah things like that um just send us a message what you want to say um what you want us to talk about and let us know about what you think about this setup I don't know what it's going to be like because I haven't edited it yet but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I hope you enjoyed our first episode it was basically also like any ideas for our next episode because to be fair we don't have a solid plan we've got loads of guests to be fair Mm. um kind of lined up we've had so many people that want to come on so which is amazing uh, we will start sort of lining those up but I feel like for the first few we just kind of want to like get ourselves out there and have a bit of a base where people can know who we are first before we start inviting extra people on into the mix um but yeah (laughs) I feel like it's that like awkward round off like if I ask people my story I'm always like thanks bye it's just like always just like awkward ending for me but yeah thank you if you've listened this far thank you for listening to us and just talk about ourselves for like the past however long I feel um, like this is gonna be really long once it's even edited. Out. Yeah, I think it might be. So that's gonna be a long <laughs> job for me. Um, but yeah, we will see you guys in our next episode. Bye.